Hello and welcome back to the third episode of the Zadcast. Today we will be talking about my favourite movies and why I like them. So stay tuned and uh, if I sound a bit weird it's because I've been sick. I am sick currently. So stay tuned and I will go through my top 50 movies in no particular order and uh, give brief explanations on why I enjoy them. Thank you for listening, and here is the intro. So, I will go over what films I enjoy the most. Now, the reason I'm doing this is because I want to look back in the future to sort of see how my um, taste has changed, you know, see how um, see how much uh, different films there are going to be. Because I think within at least a year, um, almost all of the films on this list would be completely different, and I think that's interesting, and I want to document what uh, sort of films I enjoyed in this period of time, so... Starting in no particular order, uh, The 400 Blows. This is an old movie um, about a boy who gets into a lot of trouble. It's very good. It's in black and white. Very captivating. I thought it was um, quite sad, but uh, very interesting to watch. Next, um, Bonnie and Clyde, the original movie. I enjoy this movie quite a lot. I think it's a um a good uh, crime crime movie. Uh I think the tale of Bonnie and Clyde is quite interesting. Uh so I just thought it was quite um another captivating old uh, movie. Next is Monster House. Monster House is a movie I have quite an affinity for because I've seen it lots of times and I can remember the story beats quite well. Um, and I think all the characters are very, uh, interesting, very interesting, um, and, uh, it's just, it holds a special place in my heart because of the history, uh, I have with it, obviously, so, um, yeah, uh, I, I think it's on here because I, I just love it, and I think it's a very funny film, uh, and I like... The thing I like about it is how it uh, it pushes the boundaries of what kids' horror can be for its time. Films like that and Coraline um, are stuff that I really appreciate because, you know, I think kids should be allowed to be scared too and I think they should have good horror films. So that's something I definitely appreciate about, uh, appreciate about it. Next is The Simpsons Movie. This is another film I've seen it many times. Um, I could... I could go through every scene, pretty much. I've seen it more times than I can count, I'd say. Uh, And I think it's really the last hurrah for The Simpsons. It's really the last um, hooray for them uh, before they really went downhill. But um, while some people would disagree, I think this is really great uh, Simpsons era. I think it's very funny. I think the characters um, are still um, likable, the characters are still themselves, and the writing, everything about it really, I, uh, love, I wouldn't say there's much I could complain about, um, 
perhaps uh, Homer's character is a bit too selfish or um, stupid, as some people might argue in this movie, but uh, I think it's within character enough that it uh, is believable. Next is Under the Silver Lake. I like this film a lot because of how surreal and um, weird it is a lot of the time. It sort of paints its own uh, parallel universe-ish feel where nothing really works in the same way that it would in uh, our reality. And there's so many mysteries and hidden codes. It's just um, something that's really uh, fascinating to me. What with all the subplots and the all the complex mystery it's a noir sort of um a noir style throwback film uh and I, I found it really captivating um and really funny as well as well as some scenes that are genuinely quite disturbing which uh, I do enjoy so yeah under the silver lake and plus great cinematography great soundtrack so uh, those things are all great. So yeah, great film. Next is About Time. About Time is a charming film. Very quite sad, but also happy at the same time. It is a rom-com. It is a romantic comedy, but uh, it has something of a sci-fi twist to it, which I like. Uh, it's just so charming that uh, I can't help but appreciate it, really. I can't... Um, uh, I can't act like I don't um, love the film and uh, fondly, fondly remember it, so that's why it's on here, because of just how likeable the film itself is. I'd say currently my uh, film taste somewhat centres around dark surrealism slash horror, sometimes with a dash of comedy, I find that to be enjoyable, and I have something of a obsession currently with... Uh, surrealism and uh, psychedelia in films. I find that to be uh, most interesting. And that uh, ties in nicely with the next film, Mulholland Drive. This is a David Lynch the uh, David Lynch thriller that is also in the style of Under the Silver Lake, a neo-noir sort of throwback film. And uh, this is way better than Under the Silver Lake, but... Uh, I enjoy both the films. This one has such a weirdness, such a surrealism. Uh, it's like a nightmare, uh, really. And that film with the the one jump scare in the film, uh, I, I won't spoil it, but uh, it's incredible. It's um, a showcase of David Lynch's filmmaking talents, and uh, the whole film really is um, incredible. Incredible overall. Uh, and definitely something that I'm going to be re-watching a lot. Uh, next, La La Land. I find this to be an incredibly enjoying... An, uh, an incredible... Uh, an incredibly enjoyable film. Uh, and from the beginning to the end, I had a huge smile on my face. Until the end, um, which wiped away my smile completely. Next, Harry Potter and the Prisoner of Azkaban. This is... Without a question, for me, the best uh, Harry Potter film. Uh, it's directed by Alfonso Cuaron, if I'm pronouncing that correctly, which I'm almost certainly not, so I apologise for that. Uh, it's great. Great cinematography. Really the peak of the, the peak of the Harry Potter franchise. You could argue that films like Goblet of Fire or Deathly Hallows Part 2 could come close, but... Um, 
for me, this has always been the one I've enjoyed most, which I know is something of a uh, predictable or cliche answer, but it really is just the best. Next, Coraline. As I was saying with Monster House, it's really the kids' horror that I appreciate, uh, the ability to push boundaries with what uh, you can get away with in a kids' movie. And this, I'd say, pushes the boundaries even further than Monster House. It's a terrifying film to watch with some really uh, shocking imagery for what is essentially a kids' film. And the stop-motion animation is spectacular. It's beautiful. Uh, The entire film, it looks great. So, um... Uh, as a big fan of the animation genre, I really appreciate this film for being so fresh and original and what is um usually quite a stale genre, you know, kids' films. So uh, that's something I can always appreciate. And next is another film that is technically a kids' film, Megamind. But uh, this one is so um close to me because I've watched it so many times and I always find it uh, entertaining. I think the uh, the villain character is um, a great villain to have because he's awful and uh, I think it's important to show how bad people are like they are. So that's something I really appreciate about the film. And overall it's just a hilarious film I think um, and severely underrated. Next, Kiki's Delivery Service. This is spectacularly animated and a great film overall. Next, Charlie Kaufman's uh, I'm Thinking of Ending Things. This is a recent film, but uh, I still think it deserves to be on this list because it is so uh, wonderful, so nightmarish in its atmosphere. It's so um, self-assured in what it's going for, and I think when it starts to unravel near the third act, it's um, mesmerizing. I couldn't take my eyes off the film. Really disturbing as well. And... um, when you start to uh, realise what's um, going on near the end, it definitely uh, requires a rewatch to sort of realise what um, the whole film was about. Uh, and I, I could understand why some would call it uh, pretentious, but uh, I didn't find it to be that way. I thought that it was um, captivating, nightmarish, surreal... Uh, with great acting, great performances, which is something that I'm always looking up for in films, and great cinematography, Uh, and yeah, great uh, writing, great everything, I'm just saying everything in the film is great, pretty much. Next, Annihilation. This is a great film for so many reasons. I appreciate uh, Alex Garland, if that's the director's name, so much for uh, what he has done with this film, which has inject fresh new blood into such a stale genre, sci-fi, which, as a sci-fi fan, I appreciate that so much, because new, bold, daring, original sci-fi films are so hard to come by these days that this film is spectacular alone just for that. And don't get me started on how terrifying this film is. Even the premise alone is such a scary idea. And the lighthouse scene is one of the most unbelievably terrifying things in probably any horror film I've seen ever. It's just captivating. And the music is long, 
along with the realisation of what's going on in that scene. It's such a perfect climax to the film. It just makes it just so unnerving, so disturbing. And it, it's really the perfect uh, ending. So, yeah, that's why I like Annihilation so much. Obviously, it's not just that one scene. But you know what they say. Uh, a great film is one great film seen and no bad ones and I think that is a perfectly uh, per- a perfect example of that next hereditary you've probably already heard people talk about this film a lot but uh, another incredible horror movie this one is so unbelievably terrifying just like I said about Annihilation this one's probably even scarier everything about it the atmosphere is manages to conjure up is just enchanting. Uh, it's like being hypnotized and you can't take your eyes off the screen. And when you slowly realize, because there is a mystery element to the film, when you realize what's going on and you're putting together the pieces, uh, it, it's unbelievably... It, it's something that if you explain it to someone uh, who hasn't seen the film, it might seem ridiculous, it might seem... Um, it might seem goofy, but uh, if you're watching the film, the way it is told, the, it's told so emotionally that it feels, it feels so much scarier than just telling it to someone else because of the angle they take and the angle of characters. And it's a really disturbing take on grief, on paranoia, on lots of things. And um, that... Uh, there are some scenes in here that will be stuck in your head forever, and if I th- I think if a horror film can do that, it can s- seep these images into your mind, then that is the biggest praise I can give to a movie, um, is that you won't forget it. Which can also be uh, a criticism, but um, in this case, it's my biggest compliment. Next, Django Unchained. I like Django Unchained by Quentin Tarantino. Not the only Tarantino mo- uh, movie that's on here, but um, I think one of his most underrated ones. Ah, oh, maybe not underrated, but uh, definitely, definitely uh, one of my favorites from him because I just think it's so much fun. Really, uh, obviously there are scenes that are not fun at all, scenes that are harrowing, but uh, the overall tone of the film, I think, especially near the end, is quite light-hearted. Um, well, with all the violence, uh, uh, obviously, you know, Tarantino's, um, way of filming violence is great, and, yeah, it's it's just a Tarantino movie, I don't really need to talk about it, you already know, uh, why you like it or you don't. Next, Eternal Sunshine of the Spotless Mind. This is a beautiful film, uh, it is spectacular, and it is... Why I love surrealism, and it is why I love Charlie Kaufman, and it is why I think that film scores are so important as one of my favorite film scores of all time. I love it. Uh, next, Spirited Away. Don't need to even say anything about this film. You already know why it is good, and if you don't um, watch it, then you'll then you'll find out. Okay, next film is a film that I also enjoy very much. That would have to be the film Who Killed Captain Alex? 
This is a very low budget budget film, uh, and one that you could say technically is not um, made very well. But I think they'll be ignoring the conditions that this film was made in, uh, and the passion that they have for filmmaking in general. I think that is a fit thing that really shines through uh, about this thing and makes it so um, endearing, is that I think it's cinema in its purest form because you can tell genuinely 100% through just watching the film how much these people enjoy making films, uh, and I think that is why it is a masterpiece in my eyes. Next is one of my favourite uh, stand-up specials of all time, John Mulaney, The Comeback Kid. I think the way John Mulaney tells jokes is so spectacular, and I think that he is so funny that um, I, I don't even know. Yeah, I think, just think he's really funny. Next is uh, John Mulaney, Kid Gorgeous, another one of the stand-up specials. I just think he's really funny. Not much to it. Um, you know what the saying about comedy goes. Uh, analyzing comedy is like uh, dissecting a frog. The frog dies and it's really boring. Next is a film I've watched recently and uh, was my introduction to Richard Linklater. That is Waking Life. This is a surrealist animated film about a man who is stuck in a lucid dream. And I found found it to be so captivating and so, uh, I don't like this word, but deep, um, that uh, it really changed my perspective on a lot of things. Uh, and with that word deep, I mean, it does contain a lot of philosophical uh, conversations about uh, uh, what it means to be human, what dreams are. Uh, if there really is a difference between dreams and reality. And I think that is so captivating. I think there are so, uh, so many good conversations here that I just found really interesting, uh, as well as the animation, which is incredible. And I found, uh, neither, especially near the third act, the film became very invigorating uh, and very... Uh, potentially um, a bit disturbing near the ending. I found the ending to be, kind of shook me a bit. Um, and I think that uh, the fact that this film left in uh, a lasting impression on me is something I appreciate in films a lot more than uh, a film that just left me, you know, sort of, uh, it was okay. Um, I'd rather a film conjure up by the strong positive emotions or strong negative emotions. And I think uh, I can appreciate that more than something that's mediocre. Next, Hot Fuzz. Uh, not going to be the last Edgar Wright film that is on this list because he is one of my favourite directors. And I think his way of shooting comedy uh, is another important reminder of why mediocrity is so bad. I think we settle for such passable comedy films where perhaps the performances are great, they're very funny people, they're improvising and saying very funny things, perhaps the, the lines are funny, but from a filmmaking standpoint there's really nothing there. Uh, and I think that's what makes Hot Fuzz so impressive because from a filmmaking standpoint it is incredible the cinematography he manages to have so many visual jokes which I think is so uh, 
underutilized in comedy filmmaking. The amount of jokes you can put in just with the way the camera is uh, placed. Next, The Thing. Obviously, you should know why this is on here. It is one of the best horror films of all time and uh, pretty much has been ruined by a very popular game. Uh, I don't think I need to say what it is, but uh, no one's ever going to take this movie seriously anymore. So next, Shaun of the Dead, another Edgar Wright film and another example of why Edgar Wright is so great. But the thing about this one is it also manages to, while it is incredibly funny, you get a prime example of a... um, uh, of why comedy is so t- uh, closely tied to horror and why it's so closely tied to emotions. So, Because if we find someone funny uh, for long enough, we eventually get attached to them. And um, a film that is both uh, scary, well, not really scary, but a, a horror film, a comedy film, and a film that actually makes you feel for the characters. I think that's uh, doing a lot in one film, so I think that's very impressive. Next is My Neighbor Totoro. This is another Studio Ghibli film, definitely not the last one that's going to be on this list. I uh, really enjoy those films, uh, especially for their animation and their characters. Uh, Next, The Perks of Being a Wallflower. I watched this at exactly the right time, um, and it really hit... A certain place that so few films have been able to hit for me. And uh, that's really the reason uh, it's on here, is the characters. uh, They made me connected to these characters in a way that some shows that take seasons can't even do. And I think that's so impressive to do in such a short amount of time. It's to make you genuinely feel for a group of fictional people. So um, that's why it's that's on here. Next is Psycho, which is personally one of my favorite uh, horror movies because I just find it so chilling, just the whole idea uh, alone. And obviously, it's an iconic movie, so I shouldn't really need to explain that uh, that uh, any more than just by saying its name. Next is The Irishman. I think this is such a great performance of ageing and the effects of a violent past, and I think the third act is one of my favourite things. I um, genuinely love the whole third act of this movie. It's so spectacular. Robert De Niro's performance is unbelievable in my eyes, so yeah. Uh, If you haven't seen it, it is quite a long movie, but... um, it is all worth it for the third act. Beautiful cinematography as well. Uh, Martin Scorsese, I shouldn't even need to you know, say why this is on here. Next, Over the Garden Wall. This one is another one that holds something of a place in my heart because I've seen it a lot and I saw it when I was very young and I remember being somewhat scared by uh, a specific scene near the end of the show. Uh, and yes, this is technically a mini-series, but um, it can definitely be viewed uh, in one singular go. It's a mini-series, you can just watch all the episodes in a row, and it has the same effect as a movie, so I'm counting it on here. And 
yeah, uh, great characters, great, great, great uh, animation. The animation on here is so beautiful that um, I just want to be watching this movie all all the time, uh, this show. Uh, Like, I never want to not be watching the show, honestly. That's it for today's episode. Uh, You know, I'm not very good at this podcasting thing yet, but uh, I'm hoping that if I just continue... Um, making episodes, I'll get good eventually, you know, and I need, I'm going to start, um, you know, making reviews on the channel and uh, stuff like that, so yeah, just stay tuned, uh, hopefully I'll get better at, you know, probably talking like a podcaster would and stuff, and get better at, uh, you know, making better podcasts, but uh, that's it for today. Uh, That's it for today's episode. I'll have a second part of this topic out soon, hopefully. Uh, Okay, yep, that's it. That's it.